Hello, sport fans, and welcome to the inaugural episode of The Post Buzzer. This is a weekly podcast that covers a wide variety of sports. You know, we have college football, NFL, MLB, NBA, whenever anything's in season, we will discuss it. Anything out of the country, we'll discuss it. This is a sports podcast. You can listen to us through the Six Mile Post website under podcasts, or you can subscribe to wherever you prefer listening to your podcast. Today's Post Buzzer episode is brought to you by GHC Student Support Services. If you are not aware, they provide free academic, career, and personal counseling, and you should definitely contact them if you're ever in need. Times like these can be very difficult, so don't be afraid to go out and get some help. Now back to the post buzzer. Brandon Dyer, the lead sports editor for the Six Mile Post, will be joining me for future episodes to discuss all things sports. We plan on discussing major sports throughout the world, as well as bringing GHC sports experiences here as well. Brandon and I plan on interviewing coaches, players, and others to bring the student-athlete experience to the audience. And all right, let's get into it. As you all know, football season is underway, and there's plenty of drama in the college football world. We have just finished week three in the college football season, and, uh, you know, let's be honest, guys, Alabama looks like they're ahead of everyone in the entire country. You know, Bryce Young, the quarterback for Alabama, seems really comfortable in his first year as quarterback for the Crimson Tide, and their defense seems really dominant as well. Other powerhouse teams have been struggling, honestly, to the start of the 2021 season. You know, teams like Ohio State, Oklahoma, Clemson, Notre Dame, the Blue Blood programs that are, are struggling to come out of the gate and just don't look dominant. You know, Ohio State was only up by seven going into the fourth against Tulsa. Oklahoma struggled against a struggling Nebraska team. And uh, Clemson narrowly defeated Georgia Tech 14-8. And the thing is, these teams, they're Blue Blood programs. They've been in the playoffs all these teams for like the past six years. And it's just weird to see them coming off to like such slow starts. You know, Ohio State is really struggling bad defensively. Their offense, you know, they have amazing weapons like Garrett Wilson and Chris Olave, probably the number one receiver in the country. But their defense, man, it's just, it's struggling. And they have a QB situation. CJ Stroud is their main quarterback. They have like five-star athletes in quarterback Quinn Ewers, Kyle McCord. Those guys, they're right behind them, but they're still trying to figure everything out. They're such a young team. So, um, but man, their defense is bad. You know, Clemson also super, not really a young team, actually. They just have a new, they're just coming out of the Trevor Lawrence era, and they have a new quarterback in a DJ Ui Ungagalele. And um, yeah, I try saying that three times fast. But, um, you know, their quarterback situation, it's it's weird because he come off of a really good start during the COVID season when Trevor was out. And it's just weird to see Clemson struggle under Dabo Sweeney like this against, you know, Georgia Tech. They only won 14-8 against Georgia Tech. You know, they just you just don't see Clemson struggles usually, but they have the offensive power to, you know, utilize, you know, the athleticism and stuff like that. But you don't really ever see them in close games 14-8 like that. It's just really strange to see. Also, Oklahoma struggled against a Nebraska team, which is really weird to see. Like I said, you know, Spencer Rattler had so much Heisman hype coming into the season. Seeing Spencer Rattler be like a not a super productive, not a Heisman candidate like we were told he was going to be it's just strange to see Oklahoma well and it's not strange to see Oklahoma struggling against these teams because they do it almost every year out and that's no disrespect it's just what it is you know they lost to Kansas State last season pretty sure they lost to Kansas State the year before that too Kansas State has beaten them two years in a row now so um, we'll see how Oklahoma can do against that but Oklahoma this was supposed to be their national championship year and I just don't know if, if they have the firepower to keep up their defense has gotten better and everything like that but Oklahoma is just is in a weird situation like the rest of these power five teams the mighty seem to be falling in some way instead of Nick Saban's Alabama, of course, you know, those things seem to be sticking around. And, you know, there seems to be three things that always come around in life, you know, death, taxes, 
and the Alabama football team being the best in the country. And that's not me being an Alabama fan. I'm not an Alabama fan. I am actually an Ohio State fan. And so I'm not here to, you know, you won't see me on this show succumbing to one team and be like, they're the best because they're my favorite. I don't do that. I'm a realist. I say what's true. And Alabama is the best team in the country right now. There are some teams rising in the rankings, though. Uh, you know, number six, Penn State, just came off a great win against Auburn, 28-20, to in their wideout game in Happy Valley. Um, you know, they have Sean Clifford and some, you know, offensive weapons that can really exploit a defense. They have a veteran defense, and James Franklin's doing a great job with recruiting over there right now. So, um, you know, they might have a chance to, you know, overtake Ohio State in the Big Ten East and um, finally get that crown after Ohio State's won it the past like four years in a row now. So this is definitely a Penn State opportunity to make the playoff and finally win the Big Ten. So uh, I'm sure if you're pretty excited if you're a Penn State fan. Um, Georgia is finally back in the top five, sitting at number two in the country. They they were already in the top five when the season started, but, you know, they haven't had a productive offense in the quite some time until J.D. Daniels finally settled in and became really comfortable in the Georgia offense. You got Zemir White and everybody over there. You're like six foot seven tight ends and everything like that. You guys have an amazing offense and probably the best defense in the country, I would have to say. Georgia's defense, seeing them play Clemson and, you know, they haven't played subpar teams lately, but when they played Clemson, shutting them down, it, it was it was really cool to see that and uh, how far Georgia's come. But, you know, they're, they have the most five stars out of any team in the country. They're, they're technically the best team in the country when it comes to talent-wise. But um, I do think Georgia has the best opportunity to beat Alabama if it comes to that, maybe in the SEC championship or something like that. I guess we'll see. That's just my opinion. You know, Alabama's coming off of a close win, 31-29 against Florida, but that was inside of the swamp, you know, Every good team has a close game. Clemson had that one year where they lost Syracuse with Sean Watson and they won the national championship. Ohio State won the national championship with a loss against Virginia Tech. And Alabama hasn't even lost yet. I'm just saying really good teams can have really close games. And I don't I don't get that narrative. But um Alabama, clear cut favorite in my opinion. You know, Bryce Young, he's looking like the Heisman front runner, and I would put my vote in if it was for today. But there's still it's still week three. You know, all these teams have so much time to get better. I'm going to go ahead and give you guys my top five right now, and I'll give you my reasoning for them. You know, Alabama, I've already said throughout the podcast that Alabama is the clear-cut number one team in the country right now. It's clear to see that Alabama is the most productive, is the most in-sync quarterback, the offense, both the defensive capabilities and everything like that, and the best coaching. You know, they just got rid of Steve Sarkeesian, and they're reloading with Bill O'Brien from the Houston Texans. Their defense has been good for years. Their offense has been good for years. The head coaching has been good for years. Alabama is going to be good year in, year out. And that's the difference between Alabama and these other teams is that they have elite coordinators, offensive coordinators and defensive coordinators and elite head coaching from Nick Saban, Bill O'Brien. Alabama is elite and they're going to stay that way for the next until 2029. That's when Nick Saban contract finally gives out. But um, yeah, have, have, let's have some fun with more Alabama dominance for the next eight years. Um, Georgia, like I said, they're the second best team behind Alabama. Um, their offense when in sync is really good with JT Daniels. He's not elite, but uh, he's a really good college quarterback, I feel like, and he's going to be he's gonna be better in the pros, honestly. There's just guys like that. Um, yeah, guys, when they finally get into pro systems, are better, and JT Daniels is showing that with Georgia. Oklahoma's number three. Um, they don't really look dominant. They have a really explosive offense with Spencer Rattler when things go well, and they have a, they have a good defense. When Lincoln Riley, the head coach of Oklahoma, has his elite play-calling ability, probably the best offensive coordinator next to Ryan Day in the country. 
you know, these guys, these guys can win a game on their own from play calling. So Oklahoma is number three in the country. Number four is Oregon for me coming off their win against Ohio state in the horseshoe a week ago, you know, they had to be number four because, you know, a great win they're undefeated. I don't really think they're elite. I wouldn't even say that if they played Alabama, they'd probably lose by 21 points. They're just, they're there for namesake and because they beat Ohio state. And um, I don't really think Oregon's that elite. They have an okay quarterback in Anthony Brown. He's a dual threat guy. He's not great. He's a good college quarterback. They have a really good running game. Their defense is super athletic, super fast. And that's the namesake of that Oregon team is their defense. So, um, yeah, Oregon, I'm not discrediting Oregon at all. Um, they have a great team over there and a great head coaching and everything like that. So they're number four for me. Number five is Penn State. Um, Sean Clifford had a great game against Auburn, like I said. Um, their defense is super athletic as well, so all over the place. A really good veteran team, Sean Clifford, entering his senior year. So um, it's exciting to see what that Penn State team can do and see if they can finally go up through the rankings of the Big Ten East and take down um, the Ohio State team that's been leading the, the Big Ten for the past four years and see if they can retake the throne. So um, it's really interesting to see these teams come up, you know, these Oregons, these Iowas. Iowa's number five in the AP poll right now. It's really interesting to see Penn State's number six. So it's really interesting to see this new dynamic in teams that we haven't seen in a while. So um, this, this really reminds me of the 2007 season that we had where teams were losing left and right and you just never knew what to expect. So this is going to be a really exciting season. But in the end, I really think Alabama, as good as they already are, they're going to get better. And um, we're going to see another national championship for Alabama. <laughs> you hate to see it because he's already won so much, but um, the man is the best coach of all time in the college football world. And um, it just is what it is. I, I love to see greatness and I love to see Nick Saban, the way he coaches, the way he handles interviews, stuff like that. He's the best. And, um, you know, greatness is standing for us and, you know, it's amazing to see. But um, that's going to do it for me, guys. Um, I'm definitely going to bring back Brandon for the next podcast. And we're going to introduce you probably get to more GHC sports and what's coming up to that. He's going to probably bring up what's the baseball team looking like, softball, basketball, women's basketball, stuff like that. So um, we're going to get some coaching interviews in here and everything like that. So definitely come back. It's going to be exciting. If you love sports, we're going to bring up more professional sports, collegiate sports, whatever you guys want. If you want us to talk about a certain subject, let us know in the comments. And uh, we'll definitely get to that. We want to talk about whatever you guys want to hear about. And um, I love talking about it. Brandon loves talking about it. I love college football. I love NFL football. I love college basketball and NBA basketball. You know, if you guys want questions about that, my opinion and stuff like that, I'm pretty well, well versed in it. And um, I'd love to hear what you guys had to say. I'd love to hear, answer questions that you guys have. So uh, let me know. And uh, Brandon will be here next time. But uh, thank you so much for listening, guys and gals. And uh, we'll catch you next time. Thank you so much. Bye-bye.